For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on, well, we're not on Poppy. We're on Red Circle. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, also on Spotify. You can also find us on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Check us out on FiveReasonsSports.com too. We don't have a paywall. And we'll be on playback starting this week. You can go, well, we'll be on every game actually. So check it out. It's going to be on our Twitter handle. You can find it there. It's playback.tv backslash 5RSN. That's where you can watch the game with us, comment, chat, uh, and sometimes we even bring you to the stage. So check that out. Also check out the great sponsors of the 5 Reasons Sports Network. That includes our friend Mark Brown. You can find him at markbrownpa.com. Markbrownpa.com. He's based here in North Lauderdale area. And what he can do for you is he can help plan your family's future. If anything happens to you, you're going to need an estate plan. He can do that for you. He'll go through all the forms with you. It's not complicated when he gives it to you, and you want to make sure that you do this because otherwise all of your hard-earned money might end up in probate, might end up with the state, might end up with the wrong people. You certainly don't want that. So prepare for any contingency. If you have a family, reach out to our guy, Mark Brown. Also, he's a real estate attorney. He's got a bankruptcy, a closing. He can handle all that for you as well with a title company. So check him out at markbrownpa.com. That's with a C, markbrownpa.com. And also a huge Miami Heat fan to the point that he actually – went to Israel, and went to the Wailing Wall to pray for the heat. And now they're in the conference finals. And now, today's episode. Down to Biscay. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard. Couple scars. Ran bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop with one hand. Impact with trust. It's power. Have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I got the full crew tonight. We got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. We got Brady Hawk. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305. We're coming to you on a Sunday night. Because now we know what the matchup will be. Not that we really needed to see the game to know it. Because it was fairly predictable that the Sixers would fold. Harden always folds. Embiid always folds. Rivers always folds. And all folded in tandem today. It was like a group fold. Look at that. And then afterwards, Joel Embiid is quoting Giannis. Totally out of context. 
And then uh, all kinds of different blame games going on, and we'll see where that all plays out. But we don't have to worry about the Sixers. We don't want to be the Sixers. The Sixers are eliminated. And Jimmy Butler now is going to the conference finals three times since leaving Philadelphia. Philadelphia has not been to the conference finals since. So the matchup is against the Boston Celtics. We don't have bad things to say about the Celtics because I think that there's a lot of respect here for what the Celtics have accomplished the past few years. Celtics heat three out of the last four years in the Eastern Conference Finals. The bubble conference finals are being repeated three years later. Denver, Los Angeles, Miami, Boston, same four teams, same top two players on all four of those teams. So maybe that wasn't as fraudulent as some might have tried to lead you to believe. So we're going to get into the matchup here a little bit today, but we've got three days to do it. So we're not going to hit everything in this episode Miami Heat get two extra days to rest uh, uh, compared to Boston, which should be helpful to Jimmy Butler's ankle. He was seemed to be okay today doing a pop-up for his coffee brand over at a Lids down in, in South Beach today. So seemed like he was doing all right. Uh, but what we're going to start with, and I just want to touch on this real quick, Greg, and then I'm going to let Brady and Alice kind of jump in here on the matchups. But, I mean, really, we can say it now. This is the Heat's rival. Like, like I mean, it's, it's not the Knicks, okay? I mean, we, we tried to make it the Knicks, but the Knicks – are not worthy of that, you know, of that characterization. I mean, they, they haven't been relevant in so long. It's not really Milwaukee, even though they've had three series against them in four years. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it's not really them. It, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's them. Uh, other rivals, Indiana has kind of gone by the wayside over time here. San Antonio, we haven't seen them in the finals in a while. It's Boston. And, I mean, if you look at the teams that have made the Eastern Conference Finals the most over the past, you know, dozen years, it's the Heat, it's the Celtics. They keep bumping into each other. They've now faced each other, I guess, well, there was the there was the series with Dwayne by himself, which didn't go particularly well. Then there were the two series during the Big Three era, right, both of which Miami won, but they were like death matches to win them, right, including the game, game six in Boston that everybody remembers. Uh, and then we've seen three three times recently. So three and two Miami in their history against them. Uh, one and one with this latest incarnation. But again, before we get into lineup stuff and all that, this is appropriate, isn't it? Like feels it's like perfect. These two teams. It, it's the perfect matchup to culminate the Eastern Conference. Um, and the other part of it is, is I just can't even believe that this is happening right now, that the Celtics and the Heat are about to match up in the conference finals again, because just the way that the season went, I just, I can't stop thinking about the fact that I can't, I can't believe we're here. And it's perfect because like you said, this is three times in four years. But if you think, if you think it through, the reason why this is a rivalry is because on these high leverage big stake Eastern conference type series, Miami got them in the bubble. Now Boston got them last year. And now, so we're here, they are to break the tie. And so I, I just think that um, it's appropriate. It's the team that I think uh, probably the heat themselves feel like they need to get past like that. This is a hurdle now to get past this Boston Celtic group. And so it's, it's appropriate. It's going to be a ton of fun. And also now, I think that um, it just extends this whole Boston-Miami rivalry because that was a thing for the Big Three era. And then it took a little bit of a pause, and now it's ramping back up. So it's fun to have at least another team in the conference with young players that you expect to see for a while. Um, you're just creating more and more of, of matchups that uh, 
we're kind of missing for a little bit, I think, mm. in terms of rivalry. So it's good stuff. Um, I can't wait for it to kick off Wednesday. Well, you mentioned it's kind of a rubber match in the sense that they, they're one one recently. Well, the recent series against the Bucks was a rubber match, and the Heat got that one. So they got a little bit of revenge uh, for the last one there after winning the first one. And the other thing, there's some similarities on these teams in the sense that there's been questions about the Butler-Bam thing. Like, does that work? Can those be your top two players? Well, they've been the, – the, the players, the stars – I tweeted this out too. The stars who've been to the most conference finals over the past four years, Jimmy and Bam have been to three, and Tatum and Brown. There have been questions about them. They've been to three. No others in the league, no other star in the league has been to three. Giannis has been to one. Jokic wow. has now been to two. Luca has been to one. LeBron has been to two uh, with AD. Uh, Embiid, none. Harden, none. CP3, one. I mean, you go through the list. There's I thought a lot we were in purgatory. Guys. Right, purgatory, right? No future. Um, a lot of these guys that that have bigger, bigger reputations have not uh, been to two, uh, let alone three. And but here we are. Will it work with Jimmy and Bam? They've been to three. Will it work with Tatum and Brown? Because at times that looks clunky. They've been to three, so I do feel that that's that's appropriate. Um, I just uh, again, right, one more thing before we get to the matchup. So, Alex, if 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 I was to tell you at the beginning of this year, I, I, we had a watch party, I believe, at Tropical Distillers, right? And the Heat were really competitive against them in that game, but Tatum was Tatum went nuts. Okay, and then the next game, it was a it was a there were two games up in Boston. Tatum was awful, which is kind of the variance with him. He can be like he was today against Philadelphia, and sometimes he can shoot three for nineteen. Um, I don't think we thought, and that's before all the adversity that the Heat followed after. Hero, Oladipo, everything else that's occurred. Nothing done at the trade deadline, right? Just adding Kevin Love. I don't think we thought there was any chance, right, of these two teams seeing each other in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's the least likely of the three times they've done it, I think. Easily, easily. That's, I mean, that's not even in question. Like, they were, they weren't a favorite in the bubble for sure when they, I believe they were the five seed or whatever. So nobody was expecting them to get there, but this obviously blows that out of the park. Nobody had them beating the Bucks. We've obviously talked about that so many times, and just the way they've made me eat my words over and over and over. The list just keeps going on and on, and I personally, I like it that they keep me, making me eat my words. Uh, I hope they keep doing it. Um, and really, I think just if you would have told me that months ago or even about a month ago that they will be back in the conference finals versus Boston, I would tell you you're crazy. Like, some some things must have gone incredibly right for them. And some things did go right for them. There's no doubt about it. But the Heat took advantage, and they've done it in a manner where it's there's no doubt about it that they deserve to be in the position they're at as far as the way they played in these playoffs, not necessarily the way they played um, in the regular season. And, look, it's more or less the same uh, rotation that was there last year. Now, you know, a couple of new places with Lou Zeller. Um, Highsmith is a bigger part of it now. And... Caleb is even a bigger part of it now because he was kind of taken out of the rotation for a lot of that Celtic series. Um, last year was a little bit banged up. A lot of rota- uh, rotation players were banged up in that last Celtics Heat Eastern Conference Finals. So there's a lot of very familiar faces on both sides, but there's a couple of new wrinkles to it. Obviously, one team is going to be way more favored than the other. You know, we could be in the middle of one of the most improbable runs in NBA history and just kind of in sports history. Now, I'm, I'm not an authority on other sports whatsoever, but it's been that crazy. I think just the fact that they're here right now, there is no way that I thought, you know, we're we're going to be covering yet another Heat Celtics Eastern Conference Finals, and I'm just really excited to see how it plays out. 
And they're a bigger underdog in this one than they were in the previous two. Uh, they're, the odds right now, something like, I think it's like 600. Basically, you put down uh, uh, 10 bucks to win 60 uh, to win the series. And they're eight-point underdogs in game uh, game one in better at betteredge.com, which may be the one you want to play because, uh, you know, again, they've had more rest, and, and we've seen that the Heat in these game ones can go up and get it. All right, do you want to mention a couple of sponsors, and then I'm going to let Brady and Alex roll on some of this stuff. Uh, we'll start with the starting lineup and what may, what may look different in this series because uh, the Heat are going to be putting out a different starting lineup no matter what because there's no P.J. Tucker and it was a little sad to hear PJ after the game talk about the lack of heart that the Philadelphia 76ers showed as if we could have told him that seven, eight months ago. But I guess he'll sleep better with the sad. extra six million. Sad. Some of which some of which went to taxes. Uh, all right, want to tell you about a couple sponsors here of the five reasons. Uh, Sports Network, our friends over at Water Cleanup. You can check them out at WCUFL.com. Man, I'm going to have Michael, Michael Robert and his team head up to Philadelphia. Um, let's see if they can clean up some of that stuff. If you've got a disaster leak, struck, disaster did strike. If you've got a leak, if you've got mold, if you've got any of that stuff, if you've got James Harden, contact WCUFL.com. That's Water Cleanup of Florida. Reach out to Michael uh, and his team. Mentioned five reasons. Uh, when you do so, they got 24-hour emergency service. They also... Uh, they can help prevent things for you, too, which is the key thing. If you live here in, in Broward County, especially downtown Fort Lauderdale, you know what that flooding was like. Well, make sure they get in and check out your place before any of that happens, okay? They've got a special membership program. So reach out to them. Check them out on the website. Again, it's www.cufl.com for water cleanup of Florida, wcufl.com. Also, check out our friends at Better Edge. I mentioned them earlier. we got 20 bucks to play, and it's legal. That's right. This is legal sports betting. You're betting against peers, not against the book. That's what makes it legal. You get your money right away. They're based in Minneapolis, not Costa Rica. And trust me, it's helpful when you're trying to get your money. So reach out at betteredge.com. We run tournaments there on a daily basis. Sean Rochester's been cleaning up because not enough of you are participating. So let's change that. Go to betteredge.com. You can use the code there, 5RSN. That's the number 5, and then RSN, you get $20 to play. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer. Means you can use them longer. And also they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as two bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. 
And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Brady, so here's the thing. Starting line is going to be different regardless, right? No P.J. Tucker. It's been Kevin Love of late. But we've seen that even though the Heat have settled into a starting lineup now with Love and Shrews and Bam and Vincent and Jimmy, with Lowry coming off the bench with Caleb Martin as, as sort of your two primary bench guys, and we're not expecting, by the way, to see Tyler Hero in this series. I, I checked for an update after the last game. He is ahead of schedule medically, but I've, I've been told do not expect him in the Eastern Conference Finals. So with that being said... Boston has changed this lineup. Der- Derek White went nuts against the Heat last year and this season, but they pulled him out to play Robert Williams to match up against Philadelphia, and it worked. They won the last two games. Who blinks first? And, and which, if you're Spolscher, if you're Missoula, the new coach for the Celtics, which lineup do you want to see the other play, I guess? Because that could go into the decision-making. So it's funny because... I think we always talk about like the the scariness of the two big lineups where it was like, oh, Miami doesn't want to see size. They do not want to deal with that. And then they face Milwaukee, who is kind of has built that. They face New York, who's killed everybody on the boards. And now they face a Boston team that could potentially do that. And I do think Miami wants to see that. Like I've seen people talk about like that's a scary matchup for them. And I'm like, no, I think you want to see that matchup because then you can start Kevin Love and you can keep your matchups the way you want. And you can play Bam defensively as an anchor the way that you want. Because let's say they go back to the Derek White thing. Now, all of a sudden, you're putting Kevin Love on Al Horford. Then you're putting Bam on Tatum to start games. Like That's great and all. <laughs> like I think we all love that one-on-one. It'd be fun. It's a good matchup. But you do not want Bam starting on tables, Tatum to start games, especially because of the foul trouble element. Like You do not want that guy getting in foul trouble throughout a series, throughout a game. Uh, it just throws everything off. So it's like ideally Miami wants them to probably play those two big lineups and then they could do different things. They could uh, defensively, they could, they could probably do different things with switching or, or even drop. They can mix certain things in uh, and Caleb's going to be important either way. Like it doesn't matter if he starts or he doesn't. Uh, I was looking through some of the numbers because none of it even backs up. Cause actually, if you look at like the specific matchup numbers, when he guards Jalen Brown or Tatum, like they, <laughs> their efficiency numbers are through the roof on him. But I don't really care about those numbers because they need him to guard those guys. Like, they're going to need him in this series. Uh, either way, and that's when things get interesting. And let's say they do blink, to your point. Let's say the Boston does blink and they start Derek White, and they say, well, we're going to see if we can move some things around. The question becomes, does Miami, like, are they forced into their hand to start Caleb? Are they afraid to do it? Will they do it? I don't think they're afraid of doing it because I think Kevin Lowe off the bench makes sense in theory. It's just about – an. Uh, kind of throwing off a thing that's been working. That's kind of the scary part because I think they found something that's worked with the where Caleb's role and Love's role. So now if you throw that off, what is it going to look like? And that's kind of the question. But uh, you have a guy in Eric Spolstra that is kind of the best there is in the league in in-game adjustments. Mm-hmm. And you have a Boston team that has a roster that's built for in-game adjustments because they can go in so many different directions. So that's why I think this series is going to be interesting just from that perspective alone. 
Yeah, so Alex, which line? If you're the Heat, which lineup do you want to play? You agree with Brady? You, you'd rather play the Love lineup, and would you play it against either lineup? I guess whether it's Derek White or Robert Williams. See, and that's the thing because this can go so many different ways. You know, we talked about it pre-show, and that's why I think this is a good topic, and this is just such an important question because we don't know what's going to happen right now. There doesn't seem to be like you know previewing the series. We know who's in a matchup against who, and all you know. Matchups are not the most important thing because obviously there's going to be plenty of screening actions involved throughout the game. Guys are going to get switched off. Um, and obviously the, the starting lineup might not be the closing lineup. There's a lot of time, you know, there's just a, a lot of different guys getting out there. So it doesn't mean everything, but I do think it's a really important question because, you know, like you guys mentioned there, it's going to be about, I think it's going to be the way that the, the tone is set in this series to see kind of who blinks first. Um, like you said, if they go and keep starting, Rob with Al Horford, I think the Heat will keep their Kevin Love starting lineup. But then you should, you try to figure out the defensive matchups. It's a little weird, right? Because if you're going to have Love on Horford, you're going to have Bam on Rob Will, assuming you're going to have Jimmy on Tatum. From there, you're going to have to pick between Gabe and Max um, to kind of take on the Smart and Jalen Brown assignment. We could see, you know, I, I'm not sure which one it would be. I, I think I would probably say Gabe because we've seen Gabe take on that assignment before, including last year's playoffs. But there was plenty of times where that didn't look great either because even though Gabe can really fight and get into guys, Jalen Brown was really good at just kind of getting to the spot and rising up whenever Gabe was on him. So it's going to be tough. I think you might have to send extra help there, you know, make him into a passer rather than leaving him one-on-one -on -one versus Gabe, who, of course, like I said, is a good defender, fights, all of that. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of questions on on how they figure these things out. And then if you go with – if the Celtics go with the Derek White starting lineup, um, like Brady said, you could go, you could get crazy and have Bam on Tatum on the matchup, but that it doesn't seem sustainable to have as a primary thing. We could see that throughout the game for sure, whether on switches or not. Um, it's kind of a fun idea, but it is very risky because you're going to have to have Bam kind of stapled onto him on the perimeter the entire time, and he's pretty much never going to be at the rim. He's never going to be able to be a helper, a roamer, and definitely not a rim protector. Um, so there's just, you know, maybe you do start Caleb if that's the case, and I, I, I like that idea. I think that he can match the small ball, they can match the big ball. But also, let's say the Celtics went back to Derek White as a starter. I also wouldn't be that surprised if the Heat remained with their starting lineup even then and just tried to work around it. I think Spo is one to stick with what's working and then adjust. I feel like that's kind at of – At least at first. Game. Exactly, exactly. It'll be like the, the what we see for the beginning of game one, and then maybe we don't see it like that for the rest of the series for all we know. But – there's so many different ways it could go right now. I always enjoy this time before a series starts and it's kind of a blank slate. Like I always say, there's just so many questions. Like I'm not sure who's going to start. I'm not sure who's going to be matched up on who. I'm not exactly sure what the defensive scheme is going to be. I think there's going to be a lot of mixing it up in the series. We know that they're going to be an aggressive defense regardless, but everything right now with this heat Celtics um, matchup feels a little bit up in the air. It's kind of fun to think about. Yeah. It's, it's fun to think about it that it's up in the air when they've seen each other the past <laughs> few years, um, but some of the personnel has changed. So uh, one more sponsor I want to mention, and then we're just going to go around the horn real quick here. So think about this while I'm doing this. Who's the X factor player in this series? Cause we're not devoting an entire episode to it, but who's the X factor player on each side. I need one for the heat and I need one for Boston. 
don't share your notes. We'll be back in 30 seconds. I feel like Pat Sajak or something. I don't know. Alex Trebek. I've, uh, you know. Anyway, all right. Want to mention one more sponsor. Our friends are at Prize Picks. Use the code 5 FIVE. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. Look out for their special promos. Even Embiid couldn't go under what they put up there for him today. It was half a point. Uh, but use that code 5 FIVE. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. You can also play the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're here in the Panthers may start Thursday. You want to be getting those Kachuk or Bob picks? You can do that there at Prize Picks as well, as well as MLB, MMA, golf, tennis. It's all there. Use the code 5 FIVE. And yes, it is legal in the state of Florida and the state of Massachusetts for that matter. So if you're a Celtics fan and you're listening to us, I'm not sure why, but you can go to Prize Picks on the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, or prizepicks.com. Use the code 5. All right, you ready? Let's go around the horn here. Uh, Greg, you're first. X Factor Heat, X Factor Celtics. Uh, the X Factor for the Miami Heat is going to be a healthy Kyle Lowry. And the X Factor for the Boston Celtics, I will lean into Rob Williams. Interesting. Brady. I hate that we have the same answer, but I also think Kyle Lowry is the X Factor. I feel like every time we do this topic, we say Caleb Martin is. But I think he's graduated from that. Like, if he's just consistently your X-Factor in every series, he's not an X-Factor anymore. He's just that guy. Like, he just is who he is at this point. Uh, but I think Kyle's going to be absolutely important. I was looking at some of the stuff from Heat Boston even throughout. I know we're going to get into this more in the next couple of podcasts. But uh, they lean on the Kyle Lowry-Bam action so much against Boston. They do. They just love running that pick and roll to the ground. And I think if he has enough gravity to hit the pull-ups, get into the paint, it opens up Bam, and I think that's why if you look at Bam's numbers, he's averaging 25 a game against Boston in this regular season. A lot of that's because of Kyle. Like, he was just – there was so much focus on in the offense that he was getting him decent looks that I think he'll just be kind of the, the guy that can move the needle the most for them. And for Boston, uh, it might be Malcolm Brogdon just because there's going to be so much of a focus of putting your on-ball defenders on Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and Brogdon's an on – like – there's the Derek White factor we could talk about, and, and I feel like that's the direction I'll leave that for Alex. Probably he'll go. But there's like that's the spot up factor. But when you're putting your on ball defenders on Tatum and Brown, and now you have to deal with you're putting kind of a, a third best on ball defender on a Brogdon who has the ball in his hands a ton and he can create and he can get to the basket better than probably anybody on the team uh, among the role players, it makes it tough. So it's hard to deal with. So he's a guy that can kind of break loose, it feels like for them. So I definitely lean in Brogdon's direction. Alex? It's tough. I think the Kyle was a good, I mean, the Kyle pick is a good one just because obviously he was banged up last year. You got one really good game out of him and he just wasn't himself. So since you guys took that pick, I think Caleb and what Brady said is true. He, he is just that guy. He's just been such a big part of what they've done all season long, whether as a starter, or as a bench player, he's been fantastic for them in whatever role he's been put into. And like I mentioned before, he basically was not a part of that Celtic series last year, did not get much playing time, was kind of banged up. And he he has really been a big part of this, whether you talk about the regular season or the playoffs. He's obviously a good defender, plays with a lot of energy. Whether he starts or not, I think he's going to be the guy who can really help the Heat secure a win in this series. I think if he's giving you pretty consistent defense and doing a good job on Brown or Tatum, which, by the way, is not a guaranteed thing because Caleb hasn't always done a fantastic job. Not that he doesn't try or doesn't fight he he's one of those guys he's going to try his ass off every time and he's gonna put in a ton of effort but you know like you mentioned before ethan in some of these games in the regular season spo has opted for highsmith mm -hmm. over caleb you know that could be another x factor pick even though it feels like he's gonna have obviously a smaller role than caleb I love but i think that. if caleb is hitting his threes 
we're going to see maybe even more of him in this series just because of all the perimeter players they have out there. Obviously, it's going to depend on what type of lineups uh, Missoula throws out there for the Celtics. So I think Caleb is going to be a big part. And then from the Celtics side, you know what? Since Brady lobbed me up, I'm going to go with it. Derek White, um, that guy is so, you know, he, he can be so streaky with the shooting. And it feels like overall, as a you know, for his career, he's never been like a knockdown three-point shooter but he is very streaky and he is going to hit timely ones. And that's what I remember the most mm-hmm. from the heat Celtic series last year in regards to Derek white. It's like, I haven't looked up his percentage or anything. I don't remember what he shot overall for the series from three, but it felt like he was always hitting timely ones. Maybe you're getting back in a game and you're feeling good about yourself. And he just, you know, he gets an open one hits. It makes it from a seven point game to a 10 point game. Those types of scenarios. Uh, he's a good player. He, he, you know, he does a lot on both ends of the floor for them. Even as a role player, he, he does a pretty good job attacking as well. So it's kind of a sim- similar to what Brady was saying about Brogdon. They just have more options now. So, like, if White isn't feeling it, as smart as a feeling it, they can go to Brogdon and vice versa. So I think, you know, whichever one of those guards for them, there's going to be probably one of them going off in, in every game. I think that's that's safe to say. Gonna, one of them is going to have a good game in every game. All right, before I get to mine, just want to thank the sponsors here again. Water cleanup of Florida. Get up to Philadelphia as quickly as you can. Try to clean up that mess uh, if that's possible. MarkBrownPA.com. Get your estate plan uh, done today. Perhaps the Sixers needed a estate plan as well. I'm sorry. We're just we're going to stop with the Philadelphia jokes after a day or two, but we probably won't, actually. Um, also, prize bigs, use the code 5, and then better edge, use the code 5RSN. Uh, God, you guys left me the low-hanging fruit here. And so I, I was going to say Max Struess because I think the Heat need one shooter to get hot. And and you also saw last year with a three that was taken away for the two, but the how many minutes Max played in that series, that Spolster trusts him in this yeah. matchup. He trusts him because of his physicality. Um, he trusts him because he's not afraid to take big shots. I believe he made the biggest shot of that clinching win against the Knicks. He's made those shots a ton of times. I don't think he wants to play Duncan Robinson a lot in this series, so I think he's going to lean more towards Max. But I'm sorry, the low-hanging fruit is the low-hanging fruit until he does it game after game, series after series, and that's 13. It's Bam Adebayo is the X factor in this series. Bam can dominate this series. Okay, he started to dominate the last series. He dominated the last game. He, not Jimmy, was the primary reason, in my view, that they won that last game. You got to get that bam. You got to get in it. If you're going to win this thing in seven, you got to get it four or five times. I'm sorry. We can't, you can't have the ebbs and flows here. You need bam from the start because the X factor for me for Boston, I thought Al Horford was tremendous, tremendous in that last series. Okay. He's a great, great role guy. Uh, Bam's going to have to make their bigs work and he cannot be afraid of going and attacking Robert Williams, we've seen that in the past, been a bit of a question. This isn't the same Robert Williams, I don't think, before all the injuries, as before all the injuries. But it's Bam until you say otherwise. It's Struce to me as a secondary one. I think Lowry's going to play well. I'm not really concerned. I, I just he's healthier than last year. That's the one major advantage over last season is Kyle was limping into that series. He came up with one game, game six. But that was it. So you don't have Tyler, but you do have a much better Kyle Lowry than you had last year. Uh, but I think Horford's a big factor for Boston. Uh, I also, I agree with the Derek White thing for sure. And here's the other thing. Let Marcus Smart shoot as much as he wants. That's been the strategy against Boston. He will regress to the mean. It's a little like Julius Randle in that way. Uh, I think Spoh's got a plan uh, for this team. He understands how to coach this team. He's their single biggest advantage in this series. 
We'll see if that's enough. All right. We will have more episodes as we go forward. We're joined this week by Amy Audibert. I'm excited about that. Uh, she's part of the Heat's broadcast team. Have a couple of other guests potentially for you as well, taking you up to Wednesday's opener in Boston. Here we are again, guys. We didn't need to do any of the other podcasts. We just show up in Heat Boston every single year, and that's the way it goes. Have a good night. Feels right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.